Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Celebrating the holidays with the Taking a Walk podcast and celebrating our radio friends. It's a beautiful day in Central Park to take a walk with a friend, a radio broadcast legend, Mark Chernoff. Give me your best Scott Muni story that typifies what a uh, grand persona Mr. Muni was, Fats was. Well... It was just, it was really just truly amazing learning all the stuff I learned from him, getting to spend the time with him. He was a real character, and he would tell stories that I really can't tell uh, about some of the record guys he hung out with and about the people he knew. And just, you know, he and John Lennon um, had their um, last child. Uh, Tiffany was um, Scott's last kid. And obviously, uh, uh, John and Yoko had Sean. And they were at the same hospital at the same time. And the two of them, Scott would tell stories about, oh, yeah, the two of you, you should see them smoking in the hallway, waiting for the birth of our kids, because in those days they didn't let the men in. Right. So the, the kids were born, I think, on the same day or within a few hours. I don't know the timing of the day. But, um, you know, after, after John um, was assassinated, the way Scott remembered him was every day, uh, when he signed on, in those days he was doing two to five. Uh, it was always started the show with a couple of either Beatles tracks or John solo tracks. And you know, I, I give Q104, the rock station in New York, a lot of credit. Maria Melito does the midday show, and they and Scott went for the last year that he was working because NEW had changed by then. He was over at Q104, and um, they still to this day remember Scott 
and play a couple of Beatles tracks they do at noon every day. I love that. Ken Dashow. Buzz, it's great to see you again. Brings back so many great memories of working with you. My first job, my, my friends were delivering pizza in Brooklyn, getting $3 an hour. And at 19, I got my first radio job doing weekends at XL Country in Newton, New Jersey, which was 76 miles away. So in my 69 Cutlass, whose speedometer had broken at a quarter of a million miles and burned about 50-50 gas and oil, I got $1.76 an hour for a five-hour show. So I don't know about these youngsters today, Buzz, but if you total in gas uh, tolls and if I bought a sandwich, I was pretty much losing $5 a show. But I, I, I'm 19 and I'm in. I'm on the air. I'm being paid to be a disc jockey. I don't know anything about country music, but I'm Cousin Ken in XL Country, and I'm in. Please welcome Greg Hill. Buzz, great to see you. Yeah, thanks for taking a walk. I loved Larry Glick. I loved radio. I loved, I listened to WBCN. I was really into music. I was into the music that BCN played, not necessarily into the music that AAF played at the time. Um, And so I, we had a room off my house in Stowe where I grew up, which was like an old garage room, essentially. And I went out, I had a paper route. I went out and saved all my paper route money, bought myself two turntables, and I would go out and buy, I went to the the Woolworths, which was in Maynard, (laughs) every week, and bought the top 20 45s the the songs that were that were popular and i would go every day after school and legitimately do a radio show in the in in that room which no one was listening to <laughs> and um, it was a great place to make mistakes uh, figure out kind of what my like you know what my style was going to be when nobody was listening <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, as I, at times during my career, there were only two or three more people listening than were listening <laughs> in the garage. So <laughs> The one, the only. Matt Siegel. <laughs> Charles Laquadera. So do you remember the first time that you interviewed for a radio job? And where was that? I never interviewed for a radio job. Never? No, I don't think so. I like think... when you got your first job, did you, you didn't have to interview? No, I, my buddy owned a theater in uh, Hollywood, and he was uh, he had a part-time job as a disc jockey at KPPC uh, in in Pasadena, California. And this was I was in Hol- we were in Hollywood, and he said, "Hey, Charles, do you want to uh, come into the station with me?" And I was doing some work with uh, I was writing a play at the time. I said, oh, "No, Dave, I'm really." He said, "Come on, take a break. Come on with me." So I went into the station with him he was playing uh, jazz I was watching him and he had me sit sit in the, at the console with him and do that stuff and he said by the way he said they're uh, they're looking for uh, somebody to do a classical music piece uh, called the Sunday night opera of the air do you, uh, you do you know anything about opera and I said yeah I said I like classical music I said I don't know you know that much about it but he said anyway you should just brush up on your opera and I'll tell him I've got somebody to do the thing. So I just went in and one night and the engineer showed me how to work the pots, I think they call them, the sliders or whatever they, those were. And then I got a write-up in the Pasadena Star News by their 
music critic, he says something like, uh, I still have a copy of it, something like, you know, in this world of classical music, when the announcers are so proper, along comes an aspiring actor named Charles Laquadera, who talks like somebody you'd know on the street, somebody who, finally, we have an ordinary human being, you know, uh, one of us. Um, Anyway, he gave me a great write-up, and so there was that. And then the station I was working at changed from classical to rock and roll. That was when the underground stations took over all the classical stations. Yep. Like up in San Francisco, in L.A., in Boston. So here I was now, the station that I was working for was a classical station, changed to a rock and roll station, and they kept me on because it was, you know, I was cheap labor. I was two bucks an hour. (laughs) So I would, and I didn't know that much about rock and roll. I didn't know that much about classical music. I was trying to be an actor. So I just mixed it up together, you know, mixed up. I'd play Rachmaninoff and just, you know, follow that with uh, the Beatles or something like that. And then anyway, when I, I came from California, I came back here to my home in Milford uh, to take a, a few weeks break. And uh, I heard this station called WBC and I called him up and I said, hey, you guys are great. What's going on? And, and uh, he said, oh, well, you know, and I, I'm, you know, he asked me who I was, and I said, Charles, oh, you're the crazy bastard that plays rock and roll and classical music. He said, come on into the station. And, they, and BCN was looking for somebody because Peter Wolf uh, was their, um, I guess, mid-morning DJ or night, night GJ, and he was leaving, and they needed somebody to replace him. So I lucked out, and I got a job. I'm Richie Ballsbaugh. I started KISS 108 in Boston in 1978. The founder of Pyramid Radio. I've been in the radio business, or was in the radio business for a long time. I wanted Luther Vandross more than anything for the KISS concert. So I meet Luther, and Luther's got, right away, he's got such attitude. So I said, Luther, look, what would it take for you to play the KISS concert? And he said, I'll play the KISS concert if you get the Boston Pops to be my backup band. I went in the lobby, and I called uh, Keith Locker, and he goes, when is the date of it? And I tell him, he goes, well, we'll do that. So I walk back to Luther with the phone, and I hand him the phone. It's Keith Lockhart saying that they'll play the KISS concert. Luther could not get out of it. Taking a Walk with Buzz Knight is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the ferryman of souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? 
All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. Binge this season of The Passage now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.